Left side, Swanson to first. The Browns are world champions. At 10.23 Central Time, Tuesday, November 2nd, 2021, the Atlanta Braves have officially overcome all obstacles that were put in front of them. And they are world champions, winning it in six and delivering Atlanta their second championship. What's going on, my friends? Welcome back to On the Hill. We're back after a week break. Um, after a hiatus, um, not necessarily needed, just kind of one that fell into place. Um, after the Pittsburgh loss, it was tough to get us all together last week. We've all had, all three had busy weeks. Um, but here we are back again, plenty to talk about. Um, first, before we get into any of it, how are we doing, fellas? Doing, doing pretty good. You know, it's been a while. You know, I missed you guys, but hey, we're here. We're ready to roll. We got a big one coming this weekend, and I'm excited. Let's go. Yeah, it's good to be back. Um, hoping to make some make some ground on the pick'em this week. You know, excited, excited about the episode. A lot to talk about. Uh, so let's just go ahead and get on into it. The Braves are World Series champs. Woohoo! All right, now on to all right. It. Next topic. No, we're not. We're not winning this so soon. The Braves are World Series champs, fellas. I could not be more happy. I did not cry this time, Jack. I cried when we went to the World Series, but you can't make fun of me for it anymore because we won it. Let's hear it. Let's, those tears are justified now. If they you are. Blown, which you nearly did if you had blown that 3-1 lead. But we didn't nearly we blow. Nearly we did. No, we you didn't. Three, two. You made it 3-2. We, Couldn't finish it in five games? I mean, come on, man. But oh, hey, sorry. I would – I would like to just go ahead and say that the um, Braves have more worlds. Have All right, more here comes the Lions. This is irrelevant. This decade than the Lions have this in their irrelevant. Can we talk about a sports topic that doesn't bring up the Lions? I mean, geez, I, that wasn't me. The Clemson wasn't me. Sports Podcast. Hey, Jack, we I, talk about the Detroit listen. Lions more than any other team in America. Jack, I brought up the Braves winning. I did not mention the Lions at all. Now, if you kept getting a little frisky there with your insults about the Braves, I might have done it, but I didn't. Colin I'm saying did. you did it. Colin just brings out irrelevant stuff that doesn't even correlate. But go on. But am I wrong? But am I wrong? Anyways, let's turn the focus back to the World Series champion, Atlanta Braves. I am on the moon right now. Congratulations to them. Congratulations to me. Thank you, Colin, for being the glue. That held the belief together because I never did. Welcome. I do need to put that on air. He he held me together. Um, Freddie Freeman. I've never been happier for another man in my entire life. Like Jack, think about no. This is not an insult. Think about how Matthew Stafford had won on the Lions. Like that's how it is for Freddie Freeman. Cool. No, like, that's not what I'm. I'm not. You went to the World Series five times in the '90s and won one. Like I don't feel bad for you. It hasn't been that long of a drought. I'm sorry. I wasn't even alive. It's not been that long of a drought, man. Well, it was a long drought, considering I have never seen one. So, Congratulations. I'm just jealous, okay? <laughs> At least you can admit that. That takes that takes a little bit of balls. Like Tyler Matic has. He has the biggest balls in the entire world. Anyways, this Braves team, fantastic. Great work all year. 
our front office is actually competent, unlike many in the NFL, specifically the Texans. Um, anyways, just happy for that team. Thank you guys for letting me get that out. I'll move on. Um, do we want to start with the pit game or we want to wait on that? Yeah, let's just go ahead and get that. Okay, well, let's uh, let's let Jack take us through it because he was there. All right, yeah, wasn't the best of times. I mean, uh, yeah, I was there up in the – thankfully in a section surrounded by Clemson fans or else it could have gotten a little ugly. These Pitt fans are a little crazy. But, uh, yeah, we came out hot. Thought we were really going to start getting things rolling. But, you know, classic Tony Elliott going away from the run. And uh, Pitt just, you know – Shut us down, and DJ is just playing awful, as usual. But I have a funny story that I want to tell to lift our spirits from that awful loss. Hang on. Before you tell this funny story, can we talk – like, I know this game was two weeks ago, and we're going to get into the FSU game. Um, but can we talk about – I, I remember distinctly one drive from that game, and that was the night the Braves made the World Series, too. So I was actually happy that night. Anyways, going back to that topic. Will Shipley. Oh, my goodness. No, 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 no. Ran uh, for, against Pitt. Ran the ball for 12 yards. All right. Picked up a I thought we were going to talk about the drop touchdown pass. But no, just... I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. Uh, that's That ticked me off, too. Will Shipley ran the ball for 12 yards on one of our plays, okay? We proceeded to throw it on first, second, and third, all shorter than five yards the next three plays, and went to, and just punted. What kind of play calling is that? Who, what idiot? How stupid do you have to be? I'm sorry, go ahead with your funny story. Tony Elliott is that idiot. Hey, 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 hey. hey. That, that's the potential future head coach of the TCU Horn Frogs. Oh, oh, my, uh, I'm so sorry. Great candidate, TCU. I mean, obviously. Oh, TCU, he's great. TCU, smartest guy we him. got. Take him. I would hate he's going to turn your leave. program around. He would, he would, see him leave. He'd bring you all back to greatness. Go. Honestly, back to the, okay, back to the funny story. So it's halftime. Colin, have hey. you heard the story? I don't think so. Okay, I have. This is hilarious. Anyways, it's halftime, and Pitt plays in the Steelers Stadium, which, which means they sell beer, which is absolutely fantastic and needs to be implemented across the country. ACC probably will never do it. But anyways, so going to get beer in the beer line at halftime, me and my dad, you know, we're standing. We're probably maybe eight or ten people back in the beer line. It's going slow. Don't know what's going on. And so there's a Clemson fan at the register checking out, you know, getting his stuff and got some nachos, two beers, whatever. And this drunk pit fan is just in his ear, just chirping, 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 just saying Clemson sucks, Dabo's done, probably a lot of, a lot of facts. But anyways, uh, the, the drunk Clemson fan is just chirping, chirping. And this other pit fan's like, all right, but being an a-hole, dude. And the Clemson fan is just standing there like a brick wall. He's not really giving this guy the time of day. And so the drunk fan turns to the nice pit fan trying to you know, get him to stop chirping and just clocks him. Clocks him. <laughs> And they all go to the ground. A couple of their buddies join in. It's probably six or seven pit fans just in a scrum on the ground. And we're like, oh, oh me, me and my dad are like, what's going on? And like, so I, we back up and it's going on right in front of us. Like literally the guys in front of us are just, just brawling. And if, if someone, someone screams like, someone break it up. And I'm like, I'm not going to break that up. This is fun. This is fun to watch. And so a cop, a cop eventually comes, splits him up. The drunk pit fan runs away, can't be caught. And so the nice guy just basically got his ass beat for trying to stick up for the Clemson fan. And then meanwhile, the Clemson fan just walks away with his nachos and beers like nothing <laughs> happened. That's hilarious. So, so Pitt fans fight each other at halftime. They, they didn't know how to handle the success. No wonder they lost the following week, but it was a funny story. And after that, 
the beer line was completely open. Immediately got in front, got my beers. It was awesome. That um, the the funny thing is, the respect still around our name. Like we were, com- like an unranked team, and Pitt is like where they were barely up at halftime, right? They were up, what, three or seven? They were, they were way too confident, which I understand, which the following week makes total sense now, but they were, oh, my God, they were riding a high. They thought they had the game one at halftime. And then I mean, these fans, they pretty much did, a little crazy. but we had plenty of chances in the second half. Tyson actually came in in the second half, didn't look great. I'm still not a big proponent of getting rid of DJ. Um I don't know. I still think it's the play calling that hurts him a good bit. He's got to make some more throws. I think he made something against FSU. We'll get into that. But, yeah, he had another game where our defense gives up 20 or less points. Um, DJ literally threw a shovel pass, pretty much handed it off to a defensive player and let him run it into the end zone instead of handing it off to our player. Will Shipley dropped a wide open touchdown. Um, plenty of things that went wrong against us. We probably should have been closer than 10 points or maybe even won the game. But Tigers then fell to, what was that, Four and three, yes, again, after Pitt. Um, and then we come and play FSU at home. Get out to a great start, 7 nothing at the end of the first quarter. Um, offense is clicking, looking good. We're running the ball. Phil Moffa breaks off a big run, score on that draw. Like, I mean, things are looking good. Then BT Potter looks like he can't kick a football. We missed three field goals. Um, we let FSU crawl back in the game. DJ gives up another defensive touchdown. Um, we fall behind, and then we have to drive down the field in the late in the fourth quarter, try and win the game. Um, somehow we get some penalties to go our way. Will Shipley finally gets the ball, takes about a 15, 20-yard run straight up the gut, breaks a few tackles, looks a little Travis Etienne-esque, if you ask me. Um, by far our best player, we finally put it in his hands. He wins us the game. Um, ended up being a little bit more of a ten, it was a what was it a ten point win? It probably shouldn't have been. Nice little cover there at the end by Barrett Carter. Always a little fun there, but um, still disappointed in the way we played. Just just outrageous to have to come back and beat that FSU team, especially at home. So, what are our thoughts on the FSU game? Maybe we could blame BT all we want, but I mean, getting in the red zone three times and not coming out with touchdowns is a bit ridiculous. Thank you again, Tony Elliott, this, this great candidate that TCU hopefully, unfortunately, will take this offseason. But, I mean, obviously, it was a scary game the whole time. I, ne- I never felt confident in our offense. Our defense, I mean, they're obviously beat up, but they're, FSU kind of tore us up on some plays. But I will say I can't complain about a win. We won the game. Absolutely electric cover. Probably one of the most electric covers of the season so far at the end of the game. I think the stadium loud is our only man, cover. I think the stadium was louder after that touchdown than the actual game-winning touchdown. Oh, 100% it was. It was way louder than. But absolutely electric. Wins a win. Can't complain. But Tony Elliott, great candidate for TCU. Great. That's all I got to say. Hot garbage. <laughs> <laughs> that is That is what I would describe the game against FSU. That is what I would describe Clemson football its entirety this year. Dabo Sweeney has the audacity to say that this is probably the biggest win, one of the biggest wins in program history since that he's picked me off. 
since he's been here. But Man's on crack. The lucky touchdown at the end of the game, that's a four-point game. Open your eyes. Your program is in shambles. Start calling people out. Make people put their hard hat, hats on when they enter the building. That's an old saying that they used to have around here. It seems like it's fallen to the wayside. And remind them what the Tiger Paul means and what it means to be a Clemson football player. It is just a travesty that they continue to just put aside how bad we are and continue to pretend like everything's all hunky-dory and they're just going to get away with it and that they have no one to answer to. I mean, this season is in shambles. We are one win, one loss away from losing our 10-game win streak, 10-game or 10-game win, 10-game win season. A season. Yeah. Yep. Gotcha. It's just ridiculous, which we very well will lose another game before the season's over. Like, it ain't going to happen. Well, so we have to it's three, three and a half point favorites since Louisville. Three and a half. That just hurts my soul. That's a generous awful. three and a half, too. I'm surprised. That's, they finally got one of our spreads right. It's probably going to be a three-point game. Um, game. Colin, you want to see some accountabilities, I'm assuming. Yes. My, my word – my word, Dabo Sweeney loves having words of the week and words of wisdom. My word of wisdom for Dabo Sweeney is humility. Humble yourself, humble everyone on your staff, humble everyone in the building. And remember that you still have to earn your pay. You still have to earn your keep. You can't just rest on, the, on your laurels now that you've won two national championships and have made Clemson football way better than it's ever been. You, you can't, you can't, become complacent with it it's Tom, just your uh, whole 10 win thing is assuming we make a bowl game yes we have to make a bowl game to reach 10 wins i'm not confident we make a bowl game yet we'll be playing in the december 2nd bowl game whatever game that is the goodwill local charity bowl oh, the beefo brady's beefo brady's bowl against like you <laughs> Hey, UTSA would probably clap us. Jack, I don't think – I hear what you're saying. They did beat us on a few plays, but our defense held them to 13 points. I mean, it's the only reason we're still in the game. I mean, Brent Venables is the only person on that staff right now that deserves to get paid, in my opinion. I would freeze all of Tony Elliott's checks. He doesn't get crap until we start playing better. I mean, our defense has been unbelievable. That's the only reason we've ever had a chance. Still haven't given up more than 20 points in a game. That's unbelievable. But there's times I'm more confident in our defense scoring than our offense, for being real. That's very, very fair. Good point. Um, yeah, let's uh, let's hope and pray that we win this week. That put us in a bowl, bowl game at least. Um, there was a QB competition, apparently, Dabo said before the FSU game, it didn't seem to take place very much considering DJ still got the start. So it really concerns me because that means Tyson is just not much better, which is sad to say. Yeah, well, I still think it's play calling. That's just me, though. Um, it doesn't help that Kobe Pace is now out. So is Matt Bockhorst. Big, big losses there. I mean, we just cannot catch a break with on the injury front. Um, that's not helped all year. So hopefully we can – Find a way to win this weekend. Going to be a tough one. Louisville is never 
a fun place to go. We'll talk about that game later. Um, let's stick on college football, though, for a second. We need to talk about the college football playoff rankings that dropped this past Tuesday. Go green. Number three, baby. Let's go. And I will let you talk about uh, Sparty when we get there. Um, I want to apologize that we didn't get to do the pick last week. What a great week for a pick it would have been. Um, but we need to talk about the college football playoffs, fellas. Jack, besides Sparty, I want your honest opinion. What do you think? I don't think Alabama should be number two. We we'll go out and say that right now. I'm glad that they acknowledge that Oregon went over Ohio State. I think that's important. Mm-hmm. Clearly, what the committee is saying is we really don't give a crap about the group of five, which is kind of BS, I think, because Cincinnati's out. I think uh, it's crap. Rank, they didn't rank UTSA, who's undefeated. I think that's crap. And they rank Wisconsin, Mississippi State, and Minnesota, who have been bums all season long. I mean, it really, I mean, it's good. They're, they're, they're consistent, at least. I mean, they, they're consistent in the fact that they don't give a crap about the group of five. But, they, I mean, they're really favoring these big conferences, hard SEC, Big Ten. They, even Big 12, they put Oklahoma at eight, which I think is pretty justified because I don't think Oklahoma's that good. But I don't, I don't, it's, I still, it's, it's, it's crazy. I think it's the worst college football playoff ranks there have ever been. I think it's the worst one I've ever seen. Alabama two just doesn't make a whole lot of sense. That's over. the biggest bullcrap I've ever seen in my entire life. Three undefeated teams in Michigan State, um, Wake Forest, Oklahoma. I mean, Alabama lost to AM. Cincinnati. Well, Cincinnati, I'm, I'm just talking about the power five right now. But Cincinnati should be Cincinnati should be at least at the least four. But I I, I don't know. They, they're at least they're making their stance very clear that they don't care about the group five. Yeah, I mean, I agree with you there. I think, I think they're, they're, what they're getting at, and kind of they've been doing it all along, is that the group of five, their best team, if it's an undefeated team, isn't even a top five team in the country. Um, I think that's garbage because Cincinnati has proven that they can beat power five teams year in and year out. Um, they took care of Notre Dame. Now, granted, they did play close games uh, against Navy and Tulane, who are both only have one win on the season. But, I mean, I, 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 a win's a win. I don't think that the, that should really affect it that much. Um, as for Alabama being number two, I think that's ridiculous. Um, you know, I would have put Michigan State at two. Um, you know, I, I just think that's – they they play this whole thing of you know really your your record really matters and and you know they put Oklahoma at eight it's like we're not going to rank you of, of of based off your name but then they go ahead and put Alabama at two so it's like well there's some exclusions here um you know I think it's a soft I think it's a soft college football uh, playoff ranking I really do agree I think it's one of the worst they've put out um, but you know there's a lot of season left. And we'll we'll see how we'll see how that shapes up at the end of the season. Uh, I mean, we'll see. You know, a lot of the transition from BCS to the playoff was that, you know, you're not seeing the same two teams every year, and there's actually going to be more fairness to it. Uh, and and right now, you're just not seeing that. They're they're failing the standard that they prided themselves on when they created the playoff. Um, 
And so, you know, I think there's, there's a lot of, a lot of questions that need answering. Um, but you know, what can you do? I've never seen a more perfect opportunity to have a group of five take place in the playoffs. All the losing that's gone on this year. And then you go ahead and put them at six after they beat Notre Dame on the road. I get they have a couple of close wins. So did Clemson when they won the national championship. Alabama has a close win or two every year. It's not like they're, it's forbidden to have close wins. To me, it seems like they're placing, oh, you had a, you had a loss on the road that was somewhat close. It was pretty close. And you took a loss there when they were an unranked team at the time. It's, it seems like they're, they're punishing teams for winning games close against bad teams and then actually losing the game. And I don't really understand that. I don't know how it's not – I don't know how it's not Georgia State, Michigan State, Cincinnati, Oklahoma, or something in that order, or of those four teams in an order. I don't understand how you cannot – how you can have Alabama too. It's like they ranked Texas A&M at 14 for beating Alabama and then just threw in Mississippi State at 17 because Texas A&M beat them or lost to them. Like they, like, oh, 100%. You can't throw A&M all the way down at 14 and then put Alabama at two. Yeah. But then Mississippi State – That's completely discrediting the win that they have. I completely agree. I think it seems like they're just ranking teams so they can justify putting people higher and it doesn't make sense at all to me. Um, What are the odds that we have an undefeated ACC champion in Wake Forest that does not make the playoff? Very high. I think it's pretty high at this very, point. From very the rankings, high. I think it's very high, which it's, is crazy to think. The I mean, Wake Forest still has to play UNC this weekend. That'll be a picking game. We'll talk about that one later. They win that game. Hey, you never know. They can play us here. They beat us here. They might jump up to six or five. I still don't think if they win the ACC, they make it though. They have to have I don't. Th- I don't think they will. I think the ACC is too weak. I don't think they have enough teams. Because if, if Michigan State beats Ohio State and still lose the Big Ten, and they finish with one loss, I still think Michigan State gets in over Wake Forest. Yeah. Um, if Ohio State wins out and y'all lose, I think Ohio State definitely gets in. If Oregon What's wins crappy out, crappy about in. the Big Ten. Big Ten, Michigan, Michigan State and Ohio State in the same side of the Big Ten, which is yeah. just ridiculous. Yep. I mean, why, those teams should be facing off in the Big Ten Championship, but no. Uh, so we're going to play Minnesota or Iowa or Wisconsin, whoever comes out of there. I mean – Technically, if you look at this schedule, there's only three more guaranteed losses ahead of Wake Forest among the eight teams ahead of them. Michigan, Ohio State, Michigan State, Ohio State, and Alabama, Georgia, assuming that they both made the SEC championship. So really only two more guaranteed losses. And I don't like it. Even if those teams all lose or three of those teams, all different teams lose, there's still four teams that can make the playoffs ahead of Wake Forest. I don't see them getting in. They'd have to beat us very convincingly and win pretty much every game convincingly, and I don't think they, they place have. They place Oregon at four. If Oregon just keeps winning out, how do you take them out? You can't. There's no way you they can really take set them themselves. They really screwed themselves there. So yeah, but um, consensus among the pod here is it seems to be pretty crappy. But hey, Jack, I do want to congratulate you. Congratulations on Sparty. That was a great win. Go green, go white. Let's. Go. I would have taken Sparty in the pick him last week because I did think they were better than Michigan. But dang y'all pushed them to the brew they pushed y'all to the brink i mean hey that we were down bad they got us in the first half not gonna lie but hey for down 14 30 with like six minutes left in the third quarter 
and an absolutely electric comeback. Kenneth Walker with the whole team. Heisman. Heisman. I honestly, I want it so bad. I love years when it's not a quarterback. Heisman. Walker is an absolute beast. 197 yards, five touchdowns. Animal. It's hard running. And, I mean, I will say Michigan had us. I mean, they, they were shutting down our offense. We couldn't get blocks going. And they've had some electric playmakers on offense, not going to lie. Um, but, I mean, hey, Mel Tucker has his team fight tough, and they fought hard. And, I mean, I think we control our own destiny, honestly. We got yeah, Purdue, Purdue this weekend could be a mini trap game. I don't want to say it, but it could be a little mini trap game. But I think the boys are going to – I think Mel Tucker has his team so focused. And he's such a intense guy that, I mean, he's not going to let his team slip. And, I mean, just feed Kenneth Walker, baby. I just keep – I don't want to see him. I mean, I, I hate putting too much uh, mileage on a running back, but that man's a beast. Love him. We have other weapons on offense, too. Speedy Naylor, um, Jaden Reed. I really think this team's set up for a run. I'm, I'm excited. I'm pumped. Let's go. The only team I see in the top ten that I'm concerned that would actually – Beat you is, I think, Georgia. I think Georgia is better than everybody else right now. I, I don't think, think anybody can score on Georgia. That defense is that's, just, what that's what I'm saying. I don't think anybody can score enough to beat Georgia, and they only have to score 10 points. I mean, that defense is the probably the best one I've ever seen. Um, we'll but, say Michigan State has Ohio State and Penn State still on the schedule. Yep. This, it's, it, it's, a, it's a long uh, road. I'm focused on road. Purdue. Let's go. Hey, don't, don't hop Purdue, dude. Don't hop Purdue. We saw what happened with Iowa. So, anyways, all right. College football talk. We'll, we'll come back to it when we get to um, when we get to Clemson, Louisville. Let's hop over to the NFL. Unless y'all got something else. Do it. All right. A lot of NFL talk. We need to go back to two weeks ago. Tom Brady throwing his 600 touchdown pass, never been done before in NFL history. Mike Evans, just one of the all-time worst moves by any player in the NFL. I think we've talked about this on the pod. We have not. This happened two Sundays ago. We didn't record last week. All right. All right. I promise you we didn't talk about it yet. I have like seven seven things said. One of the worst moves by a wide receiver or a player in the NFL of all time. Catches the 600 touchdown pass, gives the ball to a fan. A team representative immediately goes over and bargains for the ball back. Everybody's like, dude, what are you doing? You could have got so much money for that ball. I would have held that thing for ransom. That, thing, that thing ain't coming out of my hands. Ball security. Um, it later comes out all the details of what he got. He originally said that all he wanted was two season tickets and a round of golf with Brady, which is one of the worst trade on, deals bro. in the history That's of trade deals. One of the worst trade deals in the history of trade I like the round of golf thing, big golf guy. Playing with Brady would be dope, but that's just a terrible trade, especially for that ball. He ended um, up with a whole Bitcoin, though. So He did end up with a Bitcoin, two season tickets for this year and all of next year, $1,000 to the Bucks team store, Assigned Mike Evans jersey and game cleats and two signed jerseys and a helmet from Tom Brady. So store credit, not even cash, damn. I know, right? So <laughs> I mean, in the end, 
I think he got a decent amount. Still not up to what I think it should have been, but we'll let it slide because it it was probably a nice gesture to give it back. Cool. What 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 do you want said on that? I don't know. Any opinion? I mean, I feel like it's a fair trade. Dude, like I seriously think he could have got more for it. Well, that's never been done before. Okay, but what's the I big mean he could have sold it for cash, but like what's the big difference between ball six hundred and ball six oh one? I mean, I would think ball six oh one is more value. Just because it's the number six hundred, like why does that make it so? Yeah, like what what was the passing record before? Like five eighty something or whatever. Wait, this past Sunday he tossed away a Tom Brady touchdown pass. I mean, is that ball not more valuable than six hundred? That's fair. I'm just saying. I guess it's just the number, number six. Some number number favoritism here. Uh, against I feel like I feel like probably the only ball that's more important than six hundred is going to be the last touchdown he ever throws. That is true, but. You never know because that will be like the true record. That's like what it's set at. It's not, he's not breaking it past that. I think Mike Evans gives away that ball too. Possibly. I was in the stands, Brady gets hurt the next drive, never throws a touchdown. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my word. Oh, okay. Anyways, um, that was that was one of many things that happened in a long string of NFL news. Um, we can start anywhere you want. Devontae Adams goes out with COVID. The entire Packers wide receiver. The whole, the whole Packers organization right now is rattled. Let's let's address this one. Um, Aaron Rodgers pulling <laughs> one out of left field. A little, a little, a little questionable. I'm not gonna lie. This is probably the first thing he's this done. Some activity. So he gets this like immune therapy treatment, I guess that he's that he claims is as good as getting the. The vaccine. Now, if I had to guess, I would think this is something that that his his fiance Shailene Woodley probably pushed. It was like, oh, do this. That seems on brand for her. Um, yeah, very questionable. Um, so he's gonna be out for an undisclosed amount of time. Um, <laughs> not only this, but he broke so many rules. Unvaccinated players aren't supposed to be on the same plane as the team. You're supposed to be wearing a mask on the sideline and wearing a mask in post-game pressers. Aaron has been photographed next to Matt LaFleur on the plane in, in pressers, no mask, with several teammates on the field. I mean, this is broke every freaking rule Goodell made before the season started. And how I think you- I think it just I think it just builds to the, the legend of this this farewell and farewell Green Bay season that he's having right now. I mean, this man just doesn't give a shit. <laughs> he's Aaron Rodgers just coming to get over to the whole league. He's so, a winner, bro. So the Cardinals entire, players have gotten COVID. Who they just played? AJ Green out with COVID. Yeah. So your entire wide receiver core gets COVID, and somehow well, no, it be, wasn't the entire wide receiver core. It Those, might the as rest well of those guys are significant amount. It might as well. It was might, your, all right. Might as might as well. You're starting to sound a little fishy over there. Your Might as well three, have had COVID and have COVID are two very different things, my friend. Your top three wide receivers were out on COVID protocols, okay? No, Sorry, the top three were not all out on COVID protocols. Sorry, Scantling was hurt. My bad. Your top two wide receivers are out on COVID protocol. 
you then proceed to somehow beat the best team in the in the league. All right. Wait, all right, Rogers. Oh, hang on, Rogers didn't start this whole COVID nonsense. It was our defensive coordinator who started it. Rogers he was the one that got so, COVID bro. and gave it to everyone else. So, you, so Rogers, you go Rogers ahead is a Chinese himself. So you go ahead and beat the Cardinals without your top three wide receivers, and then this week, all of this Rogers stuff goes down, and now he's out. So you're starting Jordan Love against the Chiefs for, and might be starting for a while because we don't know what the heck is going on with Rogers right now. This is just how does how does he not get suspended for the rest of the season? I mean, he broke a plethora of rules because he's Aaron Rodgers and he plays. He's, for the a, he's a monster. Alliance. That's who he is. He's an absolute. He, he's a winner, Jack. He's a winner. In- incel to infect, I understand, but he's a he's winner. He's an incel to infect the league. He's an absolute monster. I can't he's a winner. No, I, I just winners do whatever it takes. This is, Dan this Campbell is, only wishes Aaron Rodgers was his quarterback. Dan Campbell only football. wishes he had a guy like Aaron. Rodgers. This is bigger than football. Rodgers is a monster. He's affecting lives. This is just – this is sick. This is wrong. At least he didn't kill someone in a drunk driving car wreck going 150. And we're on that topic now. Henry Ruggs. At least he wasn't selfish enough to get behind the wheel when he has millions of dollars, enough to call an Uber. On the real, don't drink and drive. It's absolutely stupid. It's so easy. Um, to probably don't one of the that. worst this – is, this is the worst decision ever made by – I said I said Mike Evans was was stupid. Henry Ruggs, one of the worst decisions you could ever make. Please do not drink and drive. You have millions of dollars. You can't spend thirty on an Uber. One fifty six. You split that in half. You're still speeding. Like God. I mean, I feel terrible for the lives lost and the, the dog. The dog has a dog in the car. Thoughts and prayers with the ladies and the dog and their family. Um, Derek Carr is just an all-time guy, too. I saw his presser about Henry Ruggs wanting to be there to love him. Um, obviously, it's hard to love a guy that makes a mistake like that. Um, he he obviously knows what he did now. Um, still disappointed in him. I just think it's a terrible situation. I'm disappointed in Henry Ruggs. Guy, who's a, guy who I actually really liked coming out of Alabama because he, he had a really tough story growing up, too. I'm just – oh, what an awful situation. But – Oh boy. Okay. Anyways, Colin, you had to go. Make better to go choices. There. Make better choices. Yeah, we'll end it with that. Make better choices. Henry Ruggs. Mm. It's gonna be a long time. Um on to other topics in the NFL. Von Miller is now a Ram. Stellar move, yeah, I think. Stuff. I think for the Rams. I think it's a these good players. Move. All these good players just going to LA at the time of their lives. It's what, it's what the Rams needed uh, to, to give uh, Aaron Donald a little bit of a, a rest and, and pull some of the pressure off of him. Uh, maybe wreak some more havoc on that that D line. I want to make a pick right now. The Rams are going to win the Super Bowl. Matthew Stafford. That's, that's, very, that's very. I mean, possible. I said that before the season, but that's that's very possible. Melvin Ingram, big name in the league, making yet another move. Chiefs need some help. Chiefs need some some milk, man. They're just Chiefs are in shambles right now. It just I don't know, man. It's like painful to watch their offense. I feel like the Chiefs are the Clemson of the NFL right now. It's like painful. It's painful. It's a good comparison. Very. I mean, Sally, your defense is taking them out of games. They just can't. They just can't score. I don't know. They got to find a way to execute better. Um, it's not their play calling. I just think they're not playing as well as they should be. So maybe they aren't quite the Clemson in the NFL, but you know, decent comparison. 
Um, Derrick Henry out six to ten weeks at least. Out of nowhere, not looking good for the Titans. Fine. Yeah, looking out good. out of nowhere. That that was a huge, huge blow to my Titans over nine wins bet. It was looking so good. It's uh, it's 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 hard to play football at that size, um, in any position, let alone running back. So you know, it's kind of a matter of time situation. Almost. And he's really never been injured like that. Like he he's always just been a workhorse. Like and you would I mean, always nobody, been pretty healthy. Yeah. Nobody ever thinks he was going to get hurt, but now he is. So we'll see how he recovers from that. Hopefully, he can. Uh, I don't think it's an argument anymore. He's definitely the best running back in the NFL. So gonna be gonna be tough for the Titans to win without him. They rely on him so much. Um, but yeah, I, I mean that's a tough loss. So Jack, apparently you said the Rams won. They're gonna win the Super Bowl before the year. My bad. Must have missed that. What's my prediction? Um, and I think this is one of the most interesting ones of all. The topics is Odell and Baker. He's- what is did you watch that video? His dad making a video of all the times he's been wide open. Yes. I mean, it, it's it is, a long video. It's true. I mean, they just haven't been targeting him at all. I, I think they should have, I think they should have dealt him off. Um, but you know, I think this is gonna luck out for other teams because ultimately I feel like the Browns are gonna have to cut him. Um and then so somebody else will pick him up and it's gonna benefit whoever gets him. I saw a tweet comparing it to the situation in Minnesota with Stephon Diggs, where Kevin Stefanski was also the OC. His offense basically uses big, deep threat wide receivers as a decoy. So Stephon Diggs didn't like it, got out of there. OBJ, not liking it, has been asked to not come to practice. That's interesting. I didn't, I didn't not come to practice. I didn't put that comparison together. I mean, do you blame Odell, though? Like when he's playing with a mediocre quarterback being used as a decoy and he's wide open that much, it's ridiculous. You're not even using him as a decoy anymore if you just let him get open and you don't throw him the ball. That's not even a decoy anymore. That's just stupidity. He's got the best. I hope he gets out. Honestly, I hope he gets out and can go somewhere that's actually going to use him. I'm not the biggest oh, Odell or Baker fan, but I want better for Odell because that's bull crap. That's yeah, crap. you know, I, I I haven't really been the biggest Odell fan just because there were times in his career where he was a drama queen. Um, but, you know, he's kind of kept his head down and really just worked at his game. Um, and the fact that they're not not utilizing him at all, um, you know, maybe this has something to do with the fact that he's on my fantasy team and I don't want to drop him. Um, <laughs> maybe it doesn't, but you know, I think he, he deserves better. He needs to get some get some targets. Speaking of fantasy, Jack, how does it feel to face a little bit of adversity now? Yeah, Calvin Ridley quitting football for a little bit. And I got a couple other wide receivers out. Hey, let's not hate on Calvin Ridley. It is, it is. Uh, hey, mental health, mental health, health month. Be better. Men's health month. Go, go. But I mean, come on, dude. My fantasy team. Anyways, but hey, <laughs> start a Jets wide receiver right now. A little concerned, but we move eight no eight no. Who else could say they're eight no? Um, Mike White is elite. Must slip that in there. Probably better than Jared Goff. Might want to trade for lines. Boy, were we all wrong? Thinking the Bengals were good. Psych. I don't think they're good. Mike White's just better. I don't think the Bengals are bad. I think the Bengals are a playoff team. Hey, it's a 17-win game season. It's a 17-game season. Uh, You know, you can afford to drop an extra game now in the NFL. Not to the Jets. Did you see? It's a good thing the College Football Playoff Committee ain't doing the rankings for the NFL uh, for the Super Bowl for playoffs. That's true. Did you see they put Mike White's jersey in the Hall of Fame? Because he had the I didn't see that. most completions in his first start and most yards since Cam Newton, the debut. 
That's impressive. I'm Mike, telling Mike you, White's Zach, already in the Hall of Fame. He's elite. Zach Wilson, bust. Mike White, elite. Um. Yeah. Anyways, any more NFL news? So, about ready to get into this pickup, or I think so. Which hang on, hang on. I need, I need to, I need to take a little dilly dally. Um, before we get to the pickem, back to the Braves game. All right, y'all gonna appreciate this one. Guy named Trevor Plouffe. I'm sure everybody's heard this story. Plouffe. Trevor Plouffe, back on March 31st at the beginning of the year for baseball, predicted Braves over Astros in six. All right, this guy is not allowed to bet because he's a former player. I don't know the exact rules on that. I think that's horrible. That's hogwash. This numbnuts isn't going to make it to the Hall of Fame. No one's ever heard of him before, right? So might as well make your money from gambling. Like, what do you have to lose? What are they going to do? Take your name out from the record books that you played baseball for eight years in the major league? Like, I've never heard of him. Maybe this guy's a bigger name and I don't know about him, but I've never heard of him. Anyway, predicts predicts this bet or predicts this – the series and gets it perfect. Jack, you want to know how much money he would have made on a thousand dollar bet? Did you see this? No, what was it? If he had put in a thousand dollars on March 31st for the Braves to beat the Astros in six, he would have made $25.6 million. Good God. I still don't even think that's high enough. Like, that seems like the most outrageous thing. I mean, I guess when you, if you would choose like the Orioles over the Tigers. By the way, Tigers big pickup, Ducker Barnhart going to win that division next year. They, All right, so okay, I'm going to go. I'm going to go 2029. Tigers in six over the. What do I want to do? Who do I want to do over the Dodgers? Boom. I don't that, think. I don't think I'll be, I'll be in freaking millionaire. Jack, I think the Tigers make the World Series before 2029. I actually, I actually do too. I think we're going to start getting good here in a couple of years. But I'm talking, you're going to win that division next year. I'm keep, taking y'all to win that my, division. Keep my excitement a little bit down, but we got some players. Got um, some players yeah, I think that I think that um, if if you were to make that bet right now, it might pay a little bit more than twenty six point or twenty five point six million dollars. We're going to be on the beaches in Cabo in twenty thirty, boys. <laughs> All inclusive. I'm there. All inclusive. Anybody can come. So. All right. Um. And then one last thing from, from game six. I like Joe Buck. He gets a lot of hate all the time, but I hate him right now. This is one of the worst calls of all time. Freddie Freeman hits a home run. We're already up 5 nothing, 6 nothing. He hits a home run to go up, whatever. Kind of just puts a seal on the seal on the deal. He's rounding third base. Joe Buck goes in what might be his final at-bat as an Atlanta Brave. Like, come on, man. I don't want to hear that right now. We are winning game six by seven runs to clinch the World Series. I don't need your negativity about him leaving when he has said numerous times over the year that he wants to stay in Atlanta break. I have a quarrel with Joe Buck right now, and until further notice, I will not be liking him. Jim Nance, go. From the get-go, so welcome to the club. Yep, I'm on that train now. All right, anyways, let's get into it. Pick him. All right, let's start off with the most obvious pick him game of of the week. I believe it is the only ranked matchup of the week. We have... Uh, A&M and Auburn. Um, let me give me a second to pull up the lines, but Jack, since you're still in let's the give lead. a little update to the people. Yeah, yes, I'm still in the lead. Crown is still atop my head, but Colin and Clark, they're, they're making it get a little frisky with me. You know, I want I want a little credit for my right. week last week. Clark did go four and one last week. Absolutely, it was it was a risky shot. It was either you know th- throwing the ladder over the hole or just digging himself another hundred feet down. 
and he's close. He's close to out of the hole. He's only two games back. Collins one game back. I, I, I'm not even worried. I don't even know why I got to be worried. Y'all can do whatever you want back there. I'm still in the lead. Don't care. We don't care. Uh, A&M, Holman College Station, five-and-a-half point favorites against Auburn, who has looked better over the past week's beat Ole Miss. Who are we taking? This game is in Auburn? Nope. In College Station. Five-and-a-half College Station. Ooh, that is a big, big difference there. But I can't believe I'm going to do this. I'm going to believe in Bo Nix. The good Bo Nix. Not the bad Bo Nix. It's, it's every other week with him. It's wishy-washy. But I think this Auburn team's got a little fight. I think A&M, they, they used out all their all their mojo in Alabama. They got nothing left. We're going Auburn. Okay. I need That's this a- game back. I'm a fade. Let's go A&M. Um, ah, it's so hard to choose against them in College Station, man. It's so hard to choose against him in College Station. And Bo Nix, I think he's had a couple couple weeks in a row where he's looked better. So it's gonna he's be one due. of the bad, it's gonna be one of the bad Bo Nix weeks. We say that's due in baseball, Jack. That's that now. I'm baiting you. It's it's very possible. Uh next game. We got a noon game. Big ACC matchup. Um we, big implications for Yeah. For we we kinda teams. want this. We kind of want Wake Forest to win this game because I want Clemson to play a top-10 team this year besides Georgia, especially at home. That'd be a fun game. Wake Forest going on the road to place North Carolina as number nine in the college football playoff rankings. They are two-and-a-half-point dogs. By the way, this is not an ACC game. This is not an ACC game for some reason. I'm not sure the exact reasoning behind it, but it doesn't count as an ACC game, but we're calling it an ACC game. Not really sure of the implications there. That makes two ACC teams. That makes no sense. Thank you. Oh, it's not Swafford anymore. I can't get mad about that. But yeah, it's, we'll still play. Wait, John what? Stafford. Yeah, it's, this is an eight. I don't know. You got to look it up. But I can't remember the exact reasoning, but this is not going to count towards the ACC standings. Like it's just a, it's, like it's like an out of conference game or something. My brain can't compute this, but yeah, I'm going to find out for y'all. We will we'll, we'll make the pick anyways. All right, go ahead, Jack. Huge implications. This could be a trap at UNC, but I think they have too much on the line. They're going to be playing too hard. I'm going wake. I don't like it. I think Sam Howell might come out firing, but I'm going Wake. Look, I want an ACC representative uh, in the in the college football playoff. That 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 makes this choice easy. I'm a I'm a Demon Deacons fan now. Let's let's go Wake. Um. So it says that we have to remember. This is this is all the quote says. It says Wake UNC this weekend is not a conference game. It is a an out of OOC out of conference game or out of conference game scheduled between the two schools i don't even know how that's possible yeah that my, my brain is the gears are turning hard right now so I, I guess they're the acc scheduled them so they're four acc games i guess i guess they they weren't scheduled to play on the acc calendar and so they, you gotta they play, still wanted to play each other you gotta play is this considered like an in-state do, the, do those north carolina games game? have to play yeah i don't know i mean they're they're not on the same side. Like Wake Forest is on our side, and UNC's on the other. It must count. It must be like an in-state rivalry type thing. I get. I don't know. I guess. I'm. I'm. It just says they schedule them against each other. So they played nine games against the ACC. This must be a tenth one, but that's not counting. Anyway. Um, so y'all both went with Wake. Yeah. Okay, I am too. I think the offense is too good. Um, this might be a trap game, but I'm going Wake. I think they can score enough. That's gonna be. 
What's the over in this game? It is 77. Yeah, I think it might be 100. Um, 70 on Auburn – or not Army, I mean. Yeah, and they also gave a 56. So, hopefully they can outscore North Carolina too, who has looked much better over the recent weeks. All right. Anyways, we move. Game three. Speaking of Army, we're going to go for the troops here. Army, Air Force, USA. All right. There's not a, not too many close games, even though there's some good games. Um, not too many close games. So, Army, Air Force, who we got? The troops. Um, I really know nothing about Air Force and know a lot about Army. I know they they played a good game against Wake last week. They Army's two and a half point dogs. Air Force is six and two. It's at hungry dogs. Hungry dogs run faster. I'm going Army. Yeah, um, you know this is a. You said Air Force is favored. Two and a half points. Might as well be a pick them. They're at home. I, I don't even oh, know where man. home is for Air Force. Like, is it like I it's in Colorado? Is it Colorado? Oh, Colorado. Sure. Um, man, this is tough. Air Force is what, – what's Army's record? Army's four and three, but just played Wake really close. But that was at home. And Air, Air Force is six and two. Air Force I, is in what, the Mountain West? I don't even know who they played. I can't, I can't tell you a single team that these teams have played besides Wake playing Army last week. Jack, you got a schedule for for Air Force? I'm, I'm looking up where they are. They are in Colorado. Good call, Colin. Yeah, I think I think they are in the Mountain West. I think they're Mountain West. It'll be like Boise State schools like that. BYU. Well, not BYU. Um, they have played. Gosh, lost lost to San Diego State. Who is ranked? Are they beat Boise State? Oh, big one. Uh, beat Wyoming. Beat New Mexico. Beat Florida Atlantic. Lost to Utah State, a close one. Crushed the Navy and beat Louisiana Lafayette Monroe. No, well, Monroe. Just Lafayette, just Lafayette College. Lafayette College, not. That's a, okay. Oh, man, this is tough. I know that helped you a lot there, Colin. Yeah, that was very unhelpful. See, see I've already faded Jack. So I'm trying to keep in mind if I fade him again and lose both of those, that, that puts me way risky back. Fade. It is a risky fade here. Um but you know, my brother's in the Navy. I don't think I can I can pick Army. So uh we're we're gonna go with Air Force. Air Force here. Go Navy beat Army. So Army still runs the triple option, right? Yes, but they threw the ball a lot against Wake. Oh, interesting. But Air Force clapped Navy, you said? It was twenty three to three. I'll call that a, a slight clap. <laughs> <laughs> like a little, little golf clap. I'm clipping that. Uh, <laughs> um, okay, so if Army is still true to this triple option and Air Force is at home and has more wins, I don't want to fade Jack again, but I think it's telling me to take Air Force. I'm going. I'm going there. I, I don't. I, I don't want to fade. I don't want to fade him too many times though, because I fade did it last me. week. It worked they out. faded me twice. With that two puts more a games big left. hole. That puts a big hole. But I'm if pretty, they hit, if they hit, oh, you're right, Colin. They both hit. They're in the lead. So I'm not too confident in this one, but I think A and M will beat Auburn. So I'll. I, so basically, what I'm telling you is to take Air Force and not A and M. Fade him. That's what I like. Twice to hear. Turn with me two up. games. Turn me up. Okay. 
um, let's move on. We got a Big 12 matchup here. Um, not the biggest one of all time, but, you know, these Big 12 matches are always hard to pick, so we're going to do it. Iowa State at home as six-and-a-half-point favorites versus the Longhorns of Texas. This is a very, very tough pick. Dude, any game with Texas is a tough pick. I don't care if Texas is 50-point favorites, 50-point dogs, or a pick them. You don't know what's going to happen. And all the stuff with the monkey and pole assassin, we don't have time for that story, but look yeah, it what's, up. what's going on with that? <laughs> look it up. We don't have time for that, but it's crazy. You know, I've 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 taken Texas so many times. And I'm gonna take them again. Texas <laughs> up, baby. You know what? I guess this is the fade week. I can't pick Texas. Horns down as always. Let's go, baby. Horns down. Roll with the with the okay. cyclones. Here. You know what? I'm fading Jack because I will not pick Texas. Horns down. You know we're fading him, Colin. We're either gonna be we're going week. to the moon. This week <laughs> is gonna be do or die. Colin, Jake oh, is either gonna be five games up or like three games Those down. This could be really bad. Oh my word. All right. Last game. A very actually true picking game here. Um Kentucky and Tennessee. Just, you know, a gritty SEC matchup. Uh, between two powerhouses that just, you know, are great. Oh, apparently Tennessee is now a one-point favorite on the road versus the ranked oh. team. Oh. Four and four Tennessee has oh. moved to a one-point favorite. So we that We call that bulletin board material, which means I'm going Kentucky <laughs> all day. Good luck, boys. <laughs> Should I fade him four out of the five? <laughs> Made him four out of the five picks. You really want to take Tennessee, Colin? <laughs> I set y'all up for failure right there. <laughs> Tennessee is averaging three plays a minute. Is that true? Three plays a minute. That's pretty impressive. Which is very fast offense. Is that because they throw like like three incompletions every minute, and they just <laughs> look? Yeah, is, that, is that just a quick three and out? They're they're averaging like three plays a minute. <laughs> They put like a minute. Man, into the I, drive. I just cannot support Tennessee. I'm not going to fade him. I'm going to go with with the Wildcats. We're going to stick with Kentucky. Uh, oh my goodness! Now all the pressure's on me. Keep in uh, mind, if you fade us and take Tennessee and it hits, and all of our other fades hit, you and me would be tied for first. That's all I needed to hear. Give me Tennessee. That's some quick math. That's there. all I needed to hear. Give me Tennessee. Listen, Kentucky oh. can't score. Kentucky oh. can't score. Give me. You know what? They they're not going to be. They're not going to get you penalized. Both in coffins this week. And, <laughs> they're not going to be penalized coffins. for throwing golf balls on the field. We're not throwing mustard on the field. We're at Kentucky. Maybe the away fans have something planned, but hopefully not. Let's go, Volunteers. Wildcats are going to lose twenty-three to thirteen. You heard it here first. Wait, the over is fifty-six and a half. Let's go thirty-three. <laughs> yeah. The, what? <laughs> like these are two high-scoring offenses. What are you talking about? <laughs> um. <laughs> I was thinking – I was looking at Orange. I thought Clemson, and I was like, oh, wait, we're not talking about Clemson. All right, all right, all right boys. That's the pick from this week. Before we get into the Clemson game, oh boy. I have brought you a very fun fact this week. Oh, boy. It took quite some time to dig into the archives. We're playing Louisville in Louisville, so I figured we might as well come up with a fun fact that involves Louisville. Not the school, but the town. You sound like the athletic trivia question of the ABC game. And we'll we'll keep it in the sports world. Can you guess what this trivia question is going to be about? Bourbon, hopefully. I said keeping it in the sports world. 
Oh, uh, I'm an alcoholic. I'm sorry. The Louisville Slugger baseball bat. No, sorry. Baseball season's over. Baseball. Muhammad Ali. Muhammad Ali. Oh, good cho- Good shout there. Good show. <laughs> no, that's wrong. Okay, go ahead. All right. We're going – keep it in the betting side of things. Can you guess where I'm going? Uh, horsies. Where, where in the – Oh, yes, Churchill Downs. Churchill Downs. Churchill Downs, yes. Very fun fact. Unfortunately, I think it would be far too hard for you guys to guess this. Okay, but, you said we were out of baseball season. This is like the farthest out of horse season you can get. <laughs> yeah, this, this is, horse season's dead. But do you know who founded Churchill Downs? Winston Churchill. Churchill. It was it was founded in 1874. Winston Churchill. That's why no, he, he wasn't alive. He then. wasn't alive. Abe Lincoln. Mark Twain. I don't know. Churchill Downs was founded. Wait, 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 wait. Grandson of of a famous explorer. Something Columbus. Can you guess the explorer? Columbus. Hernando de Soto. I don't know. De Soto. It uh, was the no, grandson. Cabot. Cabot. Cabot, the guy who went to Ferdinand Magellan. It was the grandson of William Clark. Oh, nice. Now, He's from South Carolina, talking? isn't it? Isn't that why we know him? No. Oh, as in Lewis and Clark? As in Lewis and Clark, yes. Ah, Sacagawea. His grandson, Meriwether Lewis Clark Jr., founded the racetrack in 1874. It was originally called Louisville Jockey Club. Then it changed to Churchill Downs. Well, yeah, fun fact for the week. Cool. Very fun. Cool stuff. I learn something new every day. There you go, guys. All right, um, let's get into this sorry game that we have here this weekend. Three and a half point favorites on the road. Um, please, dear God, win. Oh, boy. It's going to be a long, it's gonna be a long night in Louisville. Uh, you know, they're a team that could, could give, us, give us a heart attack. Um, they're a team that could beat us. They're also a team that we could hang 70 on. Except oh, we, no, can't we can't hang 70 on them stop, because, stop. because our offense cannot score to save our lives. Um, you know, it's the same thing every week. Everybody's just going to have to step up um, and try and do their best. Uh, O-line is in, a, in, a, in sorry shape. They're just going to try and have to hold together the best they can. Uh, defense, if our defense just continues to play well, uh, you know, that, that's going to give us a shot at this game. If our defense does not play well, well, you know where I'm going with that. So yeah, that's that's all that's that's all from me, boys. Same story, different week. My key to game to the game. <laughs> William Shipley. I picked you up in fantasy this week. Let's run. He was day. on the waiver wire. He was on the waiver wire because he got hurt. Everyone thought he was done. That was uh, an easy, easy pickup. Snagged him. Snagged easy pickup. Pick not because I lost that, that last week and I was on top of the waiver wire. That's a whole different discussion. But run the ball. Give Will Shipley the ball. Hopefully he doesn't drop another wide open easy touchdown pass. That's my key to the game, Will Shipley. Uh, my key to the game is William Shipley as well. Um, it's also Phil Moffa. I'm fairly certain the last time we beat Louisville, like we beat him like 77 to 7 or whatever it was. Or 77 Every time we give him the ball. He has a great run. Every time we give him the ball. 77 to 16, I think it was when we played him here last. Um, I think we ran for like 250 some yards. So Louisville's defense is a gaping hole. Let's just that was terrible. Um, also, I counted one pass over the middle uh, against FSU, and it was a completion for about 25 yards to Joseph Ngata on a post route. Wow. Imagine that. It's funny how that works. Wow. 
Um, so more of those would be cool when you when you have to throw the ball. Um, but until we have to throw the ball, I want, I want Will Shipley to run on first and second down every single first down we get. That would be nice if the play calling went that way, wouldn't it? Yes, it would. So um, score predictions. Give me something. Night game, right? Night game? All right. Night game. 730. Um, I'm going – Louisville's defense is terrible, so I think we're going to be able to score. So I'm going to go – 42-14, Clemson, in a blowout, but DJ will not have a touchdown pass. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Sure. Um, I'm going to go 27-17, to 17. Tigers by 10. I'm going to go – I don't want to say a number with a three in front of it. I'm gonna go four. So. <laughs> I'm gonna go thirty-seven. Two. Listen closely here. This is how we're gonna get thirty-seven. Two defensive touchdowns. Okay. How do you think we're gonna get to forty-two? <laughs> Two defensive touchdowns. A missed extra point. A made field goal from BT Potter. Phil Maffa has one rushing touchdown. Shipley has a catching touchdown and a rushing touchdown. So there's five touchdowns, a field goal, and a missed extra point. Three from the offense, two from the defense. Is Tyson throwing that pass? Because I don't think DJ can. No, um, Justin Ross on a the, – the trick play. I like it. I like it, trick play. <laughs> Anyways, all right, let, let's get some last words in. And before we do, I need a PSA to send out. Parallel parking. It is ungodly how many people in the United States – of America cannot parallel park, so figure it out because it is painful to watch. I witnessed like three people try and do it today, and I wanted to just – I almost pulled a Henry Ruggs. Hands up, I don't think I've done it since my driver's test, at least like a true parallel park. Like I've like pulled into a parallel park spot, like just like drove in, you know, but not like actually. Yeah, but you got that Ford Focus. You could do it like this. I mean, no, I know I could do it. It's just I don't like present that opportunity very many times. I watched a guy today – like he was turning the wheel the wrong like you know this boat backing up a boat and they can't figure oh, out how to yeah. back up a boat. like he looked like he was trying to back up a boat but do a parallel parking style and he just could not figure out he had to turn the wheel the other way so that was it was it just hurt me hate to see that um anyways last words go ahead fellas well boys prime time we're here for it we'll be cheering on our team just like we were last week it, they could be they could be shittier than a dog shit but we're still gonna cheer for them that was that's just off the dome right there. We're gonna cheer for him. We're gonna cheer for him hard. Catch me at triple T's. Let's go, go Tigers, baby. Boys, as always, it's a pleasure. Uh, it's always fun doing these. Um, interesting matchup for the Tigers this week. I think we'll. I, I hope and pray that we'll take care of business. A uh, little nighttime action out there in Louisville. Um, so buckle up. It's gonna be a bumpy ride as it has been all season, but it should be fun. Um, as always, tell your friends, tell your family, tell your loved ones, uh, tell the strangers, tell anybody. If if they have a pulse, tell them. Ooh. I'm gonna leave it short and sweet this week. If they have a pulse, tell them. Um, tell them about the pod. Follow us on Instagram. It's always fun doing it, doing these, doing these episodes. Um, and thanks for listening. Take care. The Brazier World Series champions.
I can't get enough of that till I die. Um, Jack, I hope you can say that one day about your Lions because it's truly a remarkable feeling. The Lions can't win the World Series, Clark. <laughs> Maybe we'll just go to a whole other sport. Maybe they'll start winning. Who knows? I just want you to be able to call the Lions championship because it's truly a remarkable feeling. Before I, I die. Hopefully. I, have, I bought 20 Fireball mini bottles, nips, shooters, whatever <laughs> you call them today. I'm not going to be taking them all this weekend. Um, but we have Mountain Weekend this weekend, so and it's going to be about 27 degrees. Um, so I need to stay warm. Fireball warms take us up. Take them all. Take them all. Take them all. We'll see how it goes. So, anyways, I just want to win. Please just make it easy this week. Please. That's all I ask for. Braves are World Series champions. Go Tigers. We'll see you all next week. Peace out. Love you guys.